Hey, what do you want to wear tonight? I don't know. What do you want to wear tonight? just cuts off kind of abruptly yeah a little bit oh there you go oh there we go yeah <laughs> speaking of cutting off <laughs> <laughs> i'll edit that up okay we get the mic to work here it goes we're good thank you for tuning in to the take three <laughs> this is the magic of radio people or is it podcasts whatever thank you for tuning in into this take four <laughs> let's try that again <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Rad Podcast. I'm producer Brandon, joined by my protege, young Kyle. Hello, Kyle. What's going on, Mr. Brandon? How are you? Uh, doing good so far. Awesome. Yeah. Thank, thanks for uh, sitting in with me. I, I know that um, sometimes I like to have a plan in place for a lot of these podcasts, since a lot of the episodes, to be honest, kind of come together at the last minute, and you're kind of witnessing that happening in real time. I just walked back into the studio. You happen to be doing some work, and I thought, hey, want to talk with me on the radio or yeah. on the podcast? I was excited to join. Thanks for having me. This of sounds course. like it's going to be a good one to, to do. I'm kind of excited. I started making a list already. Oh, you already have? Okay, cool. Because I actually, so let's uh, let's reveal the topic, I guess. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Earworm Radio. We are going to be talking about all songs, all jingles, all commercials, theme songs um, that are all uh, earworm worthy. And I think that, you know, since I have made a reputation around here of creating jingles that get stuck in people's heads and, um, it's just fun to think about and talk about all the different types of songs that just seemingly just get stuck in your head. Just you hear it one time and you're ruined for the rest of the day. So that's why I chose the turtleneck and blazer song, uh, to, to open with because, that fucking thing just popped up out of nowhere by a friend of mine named Janelle. She lives out in Maui. Aloha, Janelle. Is that where you live when you in, when you live in Hawaii, Kyle? No, I lived on Oahu. Oahu, that's right. Eva Beach. I, hey, that's where I stayed. Yeah. I, I loved Eva Beach. Nice little area. Yeah. Did you ever eat at the uh, golf course? No. I, um, actually, my friend worked at the Koalina Golf Course, so I went there a few times, oh, nice. and then I had a friend who worked at the Monkey Pod across the street from oh, there. Yeah. I've been to the Monkey Pod. Yeah. That was a good dinner there. That, that's a really cool atmosphere. It is. It's a really fun place. The uh, never, If you ever end up going back to Eva Beach, that golf course, they have an outstanding restaurant on the second level of the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So good. Yep. I lived actually in the neighborhood that was on that golf course and that you're talking about. But yeah. I never got to go experience the actual course itself. Did you get to experience uh, New Year's Eve? New Year's Day? <laughs> yeah. It was like World War II going off over there. So I, I stayed there um, the week leading up to New Year's. And I left, unfortunately, New Year's Eve, so I wasn't able to really experience the what seems to be a full-on explosion of the entire island. Just has all of these what would be illegal fireworks here in California. 
are like the big mamma jammas. I mean, they must be so close to where they manufacture those things because they're everywhere. Yeah, they're probably getting imported from China, Japan, the Philippines, who knows? Yeah, I mean, they're the halfway point from here, from, from uh, you know, here to there. So obviously they're probably getting stuff, but it's really cool that it's legal there. And so the week leading up to New Year's Eve, though, there was no solid night's sleep. Mm-mm, like no. randomly, every two hours, there's an M80 going off and it's like, and you, you think that like it's a gunshot yeah. after a couple of days you get used to it but uh was that your experience as well was we got done hiking at waimea falls and we started coming back down the hill and it started getting dark and all of a sudden fireworks going off everywhere and i'm like what's going on it's like oh yeah. yeah it's new year's i'm like a little early it's like seven. Oh yeah they and, get started early yeah yeah what's uh, uh what was your favorite part about living in hawaii my favorite part probably the food <laughs> right i mean that's only all i think about every time i come back obviously the beaches the weather that's sure. like a given yeah. but really the food is just so good there yeah fresh sushi oh, oh, be at the 7-elevens that's yeah that's <laughs> what they that's what people rave about rob raves about that too but i just can't do the spam masubi mm, i like mm. it okay oh more for you um, so uh, earworms, earworm, earworm radio. Here we go. Uh, so I actually posted a little thing on the Rad Podcast group on Facebook. You're on there, right? Aren't you? Come on. Yeah, I am. Okay. Yep, I see all all the all the stuff that comes up. It's pretty cool group, right? Like everybody seems to be getting along really well, and no uh, no no riff raff. I think that, that we get every once in a while. I mean, it's social media. Every once in a while, you get a dickhead in there, but everybody kind of looks after each other. Nobody really uh, messes around or, or you know fucks with anybody and it's pretty pretty nice environment yeah uh but i post a little thing this morning just to get the uh get the juices flowing creativity wise and uh i I basically asked everybody what the what the biggest earworm is for them and to name a song that you hear that will automatically get stuck in your head uh and the one of the first ones that came up to my mind and it was suggested in the uh broadcast group here is uh, mary poppins um oh well if the video would be available Uh, how does it feel, Mary Poppins, winning the race? Oh, well, I... Gaining fame and fortune? Yes. Having your picture taken to the newspaper. Oh, naturally, I'm delighted. Besides... By the way, Mary Poppins was hot. Was she? I can't really tell from right here. She's all covered up. Have you ever watched that? I watched it when I was a kid, and now I don't remember it because I remember there being cartoons involved with her. Oh, well, yeah, they go into, like, they go into the the chalk town like so they do sidewalk art right oh, and they sure. jump into the sidewalk art i do remember that that's after the, the little bird came and sang with that guy oh yeah tuppins tuppins that's the worst part of the movie <laughs> that's probably why you never watched it. you probably turned it off right there well i wouldn't get there probably aren't words to describe your emotions now 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 gentlemen please on the contrary there's a very good word am i right bird tell them what it is right it's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Because I was afraid to speak when I was just a lad My father gave me nails a tweet and told me I was bad But then one day I learned a word to say we ain't a nose the biggest word you ever heard, and this is how we go. Oh, super kind of Even though the sound of it is something quite a troll. If you 
You get the point. Yeah. But she's hot, though, right? Dude, yeah. Now that you're saying it, I'm like looking at her. I'm like, yeah. You know, I like see her in a bathing suit. To sure. Be honest. Revisit it. I mean, Julie Andrews. Is- She's gorgeous. Especially with the accent. Oh, yeah. You know her and Dick Van Dyke hooked up, right? Like they had to have. Maybe. He does look a little creepy grabby right there. Look at that. Well, that's just the sign of the times. But back then, it was just kind of, okay, they just called him toots. And they just like slapped him on the ass and say, good job. <sighs> the good old days. Depends on what bars you go to. Some cocktail waitresses will still accept that. Seriously? One I worked at did. Oh, wow. I wouldn't, yeah, I was like, I wouldn't put up with that. Well, I wouldn't uh, go around talking about that, little Kyle. Yeah, I'll be quiet. <laughs> I, have you been to Disneyland? Or are you too young for Disneyland? No, last time I went was 18, so it's been a while, but I've been a handful of times. So, so you've been to the Tiki Room? <laughs> I don't remember the Tiki Room. What's in the Tiki Room? It's showtime. In the Tiki, 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 Tiki Room. In the Tiki, 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 Tiki Room. All the birds sing word. Welcome to a tropical hideaway, you lucky people, you. If we weren't in the show starting right away, we'd think the audience too. All together in the tiki 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 room, in the tiki 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 room. All the birds sing words and the flowers croon, in the tiki 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 room. I sing so beautiful, I should sing solo. See, so low we can't hear you. Oh, that's just inappropriate. But my profile is out of this world. So in Adventureland, where the Indiana Jones ride is, there's a little room that you can go into, and there's just a bunch of animatronics. It's not really a ride. It's just kind of a destination there. Uh, If they ever open up and if it's ever affordable to go. For real. You could you could check it out, but it, it, that was just suggested by Kayleen on the Rad Broadcast Group, and that song does get stuck in my head. But it's like you hear it a couple of times, like all right, that's enough. Tiki, 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 tiki. Yeah. Um, it is a earworm for sure. It's still playing in my head. <laughs> well, that's because I have the I, I kept it playing. I should have should have hit pause. And I'm just a professional broadcaster here. I just uh, I'm, I'm fresh off a week of vacation. Okay, you know, I, I was I did a whole lot of nothing. Which, by the way, what'd you do for vacation? The same, a lot of napping. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yep. I needed it. I after everything that that's been going on over the last year, and you know, you've seen a little bit of it. That this is actually, but this was the first vacation that I've had where I was single, lived on my own, had zero plans. And everything had been handled at work, you know, so I literally could just wake up whenever I wanted, do whatever I wanted. I didn't even have to like, I, I hardly left the house. It's not true. I still took care of myself. I still bathed. I still cooked. I still cleaned my house. And uh, I walked Walter twice a day at least, which was really nice. So it was like my body needed the rest. And sometimes I I would fall asleep during every movie that I watched. <laughs> Like halfway through and I had a friend over and we were like trying to watch a show and nope, didn't survive. <laughs> I was out like a light. Um, did you, uh, did you, do you watch anything good? Like any movies or anything that you hadn't seen before? 
I did watch the little things and I napped through that because you guys were talking so much rave about it and hating it actually. So I was like, I might as well check it out. And then, like, so you fell asleep during yeah. it. Obviously, I didn't even get to watch didn't it. Didn't make it. Nope. What? what uh, so have you seen Willy's Wonderland yet? The new Nick Cage movie? No, you guys were talking about it. It sounded really good. You have to watch it. So Willy's Nick Cage Wonderland. just plays this random vagabond that is just on the road. There's really no backstory to him, but he ends up going to this uh, amusement park that is haunted by a bunch of serial killers. And all of the animatronic machines in Willy's Wonderland are what the uh, serial killers have haunted. Like, there's basically like a family that all commit suicide inside of this place, and so their souls are haunting, and whoever goes to this place kills them. And it's like one of those really cheap, uh, gory thriller horror type movies but it's really entertaining because nick cage ends up at this place and he ends up working there as like a janitor so he cleans the toilets he cleans the place up and then he just plays pinball in the back room and drinks these sodas that like i don't remember what they're called like pop or fizz or something like that and he says zero dialogue throughout the entire movie but he also kicks ass throughout the entire thing like when these uh, when these robots come to life and they're they're preying on all the teenagers that are there he comes around and he's like the the savior of the day now i'm I'm not spoiling anything too much there but um, there is like an ultimate battle at the end between nick cage and one of the animatronic uh creatures and it's really good this sounds like a Chuck E. Cheese episode on acid. It is almost exactly. Like, I mean, there's confetti and there's blood and there's like Nick Cage. I mean, you 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 know Nick Cage partied at a Chuck E. Cheese. You know, he probably still does. He probably bought one. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I that's kind of what I did. I watched a couple other movies and um, just did a lot of healing. It was really good. It was a really productive uh, vacation. Good to hear. I remember on that Friday before vacation, you were like. Oh, I asked you what you were doing over vacation. You're like, nothing. I'm staying home. I'm going to have time to myself. I was like, okay. It was exactly what I needed. And I've, I've forgotten how great it is to live alone and to not have any plans to do anything. Literally, almost every vacation that I've had prior to this one, it was travel. It was go somewhere, do something, jam-packed with stuff that, you know, would, would be more tiring and I need a vacation for my vacation half the time when I come back. Yep. So it felt really good to come back here and be like fully rested. I will admit that I get this paranoia whenever we go away for a, a vacation. No, it doesn't matter how short or long. When we take three weeks off, it gets really bad. But even just after this week off, I felt, and I think it was a combination of forcing myself not to do anything and the general anxiety that I get when there's nothing going on, like I feel like, oh shit, I'm supposed to be doing something, I'm forgetting it, or there's going to be something awful waiting for me when I get back. Yeah. And I, I kind of, exp- I kind of, I, I, I lived like this last weekend, that whole way of just like, oh God, oh God, I got it. And then Rob texts me on Saturday and he's like, can you meet with me after the show for 10 to 15 minutes? I'm like, crap, I'm getting fired. I knew it. I'm getting fired. My mind, like that's the first thing that the, my mind goes to is is firing. But you know how it goes in this industry. Yeah, I do. Every day, every day, I'm like, I messed up on something. I misspelled something. I didn't. I didn't edit something correctly. Right. Yeah. No. You know, it's the nature. I think if you're not a little bit scared, then you're not doing it right. 
Like you, you're, you're not. I feel like it, if you don't are not a little bit scared to lose your job, then you, you, you do you really care, right? No, because when I was a server, I did not give a flying fuck if I lost my job. I was, right. <laughs> I told the managers what was up, <laughs> and it, and it reflected in your performance, right? And and eventually, like they let you go because of it, right? No, no, I never, oh, I've never, shit. never been fired. No wow. <laughs> Impressive. Well, hey, man. every job. <laughs> just coming in there swinging dick. Like, I hate this job, and I'm only doing it because I want to. I wanted the tip money, and I wanted to be a bartender, but, uh, yeah. you know. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. There you go. Yep, yep. Oh, you did go karaoke-ing, though. I did. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was Thursday night, so that was the one night I, I went out and had right fun. On, right on. Uh, Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way, and mm-hmm. Pour Some Sugar On Me. Did that, yep. Some people were wanting me to play um, Pour Some Sugar On Me as an earworm because yeah sure it does get earworm but yeah we're not going to do that okay that's fine. <laughs> but uh, another listener on the rad podcast group uh what's their name uh, i'll find it here in a second but they they recommended this and this song does get stuck in my head doesn't even have to be playing <laughs> Every time I can wake up from a dead sleep. I love that movie. That, that, that particular episode of... Uh, it's Elmer Fudd. It is Elmer Fudd, but it's like the old school fat Elmer Fudd when he was just kind of... It was like the, the, the step before the Elmer Fudd that we know. There's like a different rendition of it. I had no idea. I'm learning this as you're telling me. Yeah, no. If you, I'll, I'll send you this episode in particular. And he, it's like when I think it's the first time that Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny meet, because um, Elmer Fudd's trying to mine for gold, and he's doing it by blowing up the ground, like he's just burying TNT. And obviously, Bugs Bunny lives underground, and uh, the, you know, the, while they're both looking for gold. They both have gold teeth, too. So then they ultimately end up going after each other and trying to pull their gold teeth out of each other's mouth. My goodness. Yeah, it's very violent and, <laughs> and, and really good. But that one in particular, I don't know, that song just always gets stuck in my head. What do you have? What's on your list? What do I got? Well, at the top, we started out with the Turtlenecks and Blazers. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, that one was just a given. The one that stood out to me, and it's kind of still in my head, is that damn Gundam Style song. Gundam Style? I love Gundam that. Style. I love that song. Yeah. I got such a bad rap. Yeah, it was used everywhere, though. I mean, it was it was pretty, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, where it's overused? Oh, oversaturated, and yeah. Oh, God, I love this song. But Psy, did he do anything? Did he do anything else? I, not that I know of. I have no idea. I think he did one other song with, like, Snoop do this at karaoke next time. Oh my gosh. Gotta learn Korean. Beat is sick. It's always that whoop, 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 whoop,
And then he did another song with Snoop Dogg called Hangover. Hangover, 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 hangover. I don't remember this. Nope, I remember this. Hangover, 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 hangover. Party's over. It ain't over. Try to make a back of memory over and over. Hangover, 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 hangover. It sounds a little Mexican almost. It doesn't even sound Korean. Party's over. Anyway. It ain't over. Trying to be a shock jock? I don't know. Yeah, that one, uh, that, that's that's not a Gangnam Style. I don't even remember that. <laughs> this one, though, this one always gets stuck Did in my head. Did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? The Geico so what commercial. are you waiting for? Yeah. Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? <laughs> oh, my God. Scoop, there Scoop, there Scoop, there But the best part is coming up. Geico. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. Sprinkles. If you like this video, be sure and share it with your friends. Oh, I will. I'm sharing it right now on my podcast. Thank you. I, I But I want to learn how what they say, like at the beginning. Tasha, did you know Geico could save? No! So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? French vanilla, Rocky Road. Right? I think so. Vanilla, Rocky Road. Chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Ah, there it is. Chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. What are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Vanilla, Rocky Road. Chocolate, peanut butter, Chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. It's kind of hard. The Chocolate, cookie messes peanut butter, up. cookie dough. Oh, I love this song. I, I, I can't get enough of it. Like, I don't even... This is the first time I actually pulled it up on YouTube, and it's probably a bad thing that I did, because now I'm just going like, to pull it up on my phone and be like, yeah. <laughs> Chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. French okay. vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Yes. Okay. See, we got it. We're, we're, we'll get the band together and we'll get this done. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, oh, this is another good suggestion <clears throat> from Jessica. Literally can never remember the name of, or any of the words, but the do's stay stuck in my head all damn day, every damn time. Uh, did a creative search and found it. And it's uh, it's actually a song by Suzanne Vega. And it's called... I had no idea that this is what the song was called, but uh, Tom's Diner. Oh, yeah. This takes me back to the 90s. Remember when you were an infant? It was like nine by the time the 90s were over. <laughs> I thought this song came out later. I thought this was like 04, but I think I'm getting it confused with something else. Yeah, when did this come out? Okay, you get the point. Yes, that song does get stuck in my head as well. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this song. See, I love this song, and I'm a late bloomer to this band, to this artist. Um, but I, I just can't get enough of this song. I, I just play this on repeat, like whenever I'm in a bad mood. Does this and, teach me how Dougie? No, oh. but that's a great song. I'm gonna put that on the list. Ooh, 
I must be looking for something. Something sacred I lost. But the river is wide. And it's too hard to cross. I never realized how much of a Billy Joel fan I was until I got older. I love Billy Joel. You know, to be honest, I haven't listened to him too much since the first time I've heard this song. What? Yeah, I know. Shocker. In the middle of the night, I go walking in my sleep. Through the valley of fear. Through the valley of fear. To a river so deep. It's the background singers that get stuck in my head. Taken out of my So is this another one that you wanted to recommend? Is this one one on your list? It didn't make the list, but I just thought of it. The intro to that Billy Joel song, I thought this was... Is this the Wibble Wobble, Wibble Wobble? I think so. I I was like 21. This is 10 years ago. What? Can you teach me how to duggy? You know why? Because all the bitches love me. All I need is a beat that's super bumping. And for you, you, This was when I was old enough to start going to the clubs. This is what everybody was dancing to at the time. Bumping and grinding. Oh, yeah. Ain't nobody fucking with my bro from Mordecai. He go by Bubba and he hit that dance like thunder. Okay. I ain't from Dallas, but I need town boogie. I show my moves on the everybody trying to do it. I lead the functions and all the ladies trying to scream it. Now you just do you. And I'm a doing all day. Niggas hate. See, I like these types of songs, but this one doesn't seem to like go anywhere. No. Well, this one, I like this song, but it reminds me of a, a relationship that I was in in the past. But it's such a good song. T-H-I-C-C girls. Yeah. More boys. V-I-C wobble. I like that one a lot. That's a good one. Wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble, baby. That'll get stuck in your head for a bit. But I think we all know who's... I think this is probably one of the most requested earworm songs that we've gotten. Which, by the way, this oh, is God. actually... This is the world premiere on the Rad show uh, within the Radosphere. The this is like... This is the actual produced song by the original composer of there's a hole in the sky where a tree once stood this like literally she she produced it and did it all up and before they even went into uh the the, the town hall where this whole thing became famous out in Se- seattle um <clears throat> and they finally laid down like the the tracks and did a full-on production of it so this is the the og suzanne grant from Seattle doing uh, There's a Hole in the Sky Where a Tree Once Was. There's an unwelcome sight in the neighborhood A developer is being greedy There's a hole in the sky where the tree once stood Such a lack of life and sound All that's left is bare muddy ground A magnificent tree was murdered The mighty dollar cut it down 
And this is the actual tree. Can you see the video here, Kyle? Yeah, I see it. Yep. Everybody look at your radio, look at your podcasting device. This whole slide is the actual tree that she's singing about, and then the, you'll actually see the killing of the tree. Oh, great. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. Laws protect exceptional trees, but the city grants exemptions to these. Instead, they reward the developer's greed and sanction the murderer's deeds. No more leaves shimmering with golden light, no more gentle shedding of rains, nor tulip blossoms rustling in the wind. Now nothing remains There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was Somebody's making money There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was Somebody's making money There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was Somebody's making money There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was Somebody's making money I'm kind of glad the tree's knocked down. It was near some power lines. It was probably a fire hazard. It looked dangerous, right? Yeah. I mean, that tree just was out of control. It looked like it was on somebody's property. Why does she care if it's torn down? (laughs) Because there's a hole where it once was, Kyle. Wham. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah that i i'm actually impressed by the production quality not just of the the video because it's like a it was a nicely put together powerpoint presentation but the drumming was like really nice and digital and fake and but the vocals were outstanding i'm, I'm, I'm honestly i'm not trying to knock this i actually no. think it was pretty good you know what when you first started playing i thought the same thing i'm like wow whoever recorded that piano did really well yeah i mean it's it's excellent production quality you watched uh, Sesame Street, right? Not I think in a this, long time. I think this is the Muppets. Come on. It's the Muppet Show. It is the Muppets, yeah. right? This is, of course, the cake version. They did this whole album of uh, B-sides, rarities, and covers, and this was one of the covers that they did. I was going to say, man, the guitar was pretty good for the Muppet oh, Show. <laughs> this is a really good fucking cover.
I'm going to dust off an oldie, but a goodie. Back in the day, back in like 2015, we would play Cards Against Humanity mm-hmm. on the air. Oh. <laughs> and so we would have, we do two different versions. Um, we would do like a clean enough version that we would do it on the regular show, but then we would save all the raunchiest, dirtiest cards for the sixth hour. Okay. Um, and so, of course, you know, because this is a this is a show of theme songs, I actually made a theme song for it. Cards against humanity. Cards against humanity. Yeah. Cards against humanity. Cards against humanity. Yeah. Cards against humanity. Pretty good, right? I feel like there needs to be a disco ball going on. Oh, there in the was. Dark room. There was a disco ball. There was uh, roller skating. There was afros. <laughs> there was chest hair. Um, I don't know. Italians. They were just laying around. All of these things were just laying about. Like they weren't attached to people or anything. It was just that was what's in the room at the time. My goodness. <laughs> I know it was an interesting time back in 2015. You really let loose. Um, I, th- there's uh, there's a couple of other theme songs that I'm going to pull up here. But uh, what else did you have on your list? Well, one just popped into my head, and it was the Gotta Catch Em All theme song to Pokemon. What? Gotta Catch Em All, Pokemon. Come on now. Yes! Oh! <laughs> I wanna be the very best, like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test, to train them is my call. It sounds like something that the South Park guys would do. Probably. <laughs> This part right here. So is that the actual theme song for the cartoon, or yeah. was it for like the the commercial? No, it was the opening. Well, in the commercials, they'd have like a little breakaway. They play like the background music still. Okay, but that was the intro to the show itself. Okay, gotcha. Wow, that was like it literally sounded like something like the South Park guys would do. <laughs> America, America. Oh my god, this would get stuck in my head too. Oh, whoa. This is a redo. Remix. Oh. I kind of like it. I love it. This is good. Yeah. So <laughs> the artist is Bishop Lamont and it's Team America. Fuck yeah. I just pulled it up on Spotify because I was looking for, you know, the team, the original Team America theme song because America. Fuck yeah. It, it, it does get stuck in my head. Taco but. Bell Pizza Hut. Fuck yeah. <laughs> 
Oh shit. Oh, this, this, if you're, if you ever, I, I think a lot of people now that we're all working from home and being uh, stuck at home and not going to work, there's a lot of daytime TV that might be being played on the, on the background, but working this job, and get off the air at 10 and I always put on the TV. And of course you, you watch like the local channels and you get all these horribly produced J uh, like the, uh, the general, you know, the 800 general commercials. JG Wentworth. That's this one right here. This one. I oh love my this God. One. I have a structured yep. settlement, but I need cash now. Call JG Wentworth. 877 cash now. I have an annuity, but I need cash now. Long-term payments, but you need cash now. Call J.G. Wentworth, 877 cash now. 877 cash now. 877 cash now. 877 cash now. What's funny is they actually had to get like legitimate opera singers to do that commercial. Yeah, I was listening to it. I'm like, there's no way that skinny girl is belting out those oh, vocals. No, those are all actors. <laughs> They're all lip syncing. But like the the performers, there's actually opera singers doing this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's not that far-fetched. I mean, I thought about it, and I think you asked me earlier today or something, like if I were ever considered making like songs for kids, like, mm-hmm. like a children's music, which wouldn't be too hard to do. I mean, all you got to do is have a catchy melody and a catchy like baby shark, which... Uh, foreshadowing that might be coming up i was thinking like what are the royalties like on that stupid song well you think about the youtube uh money that they're making there is actually a tour a baby shark tour that they were doing and then there was uh there's a tv show that they were doing and yeah like there's a lot of money like the guy who made the band-aid theme song i i'm stuck on band-aids because band-aids stuck on me yeah that's uh um what's his name um i don't know it (laughs) well the band-aid theme song oh my god he's a he's a popular uh singer oh come on doop 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 everybody's screaming right now they're like i know who it is it's this guy and i can't hear you because i'm recording this and i just can't hear it back who wrote band-aid theme song Uh, and it's gonna band-aid theme song uh, oh, Barry Manilow. Oh, was it really? He writes jingles. And then, I mean, like, you can make a lot of money doing this kind of stuff. So uh, if you want to get on this uh, this venture. I'm always down. Just give me a keyboard. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, n- nothing beats, like, this one. Uh, this is just a classic. I haven't heard this in a while. Chili's baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce. Chili's baby back ribs. Chili's baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce. This is literally a cover. Like I pulled, I pulled up a video just to play the sample of the song. I was thinking, oh yeah, this will be the Chili's official commercial to play. Somebody actually went through the trouble to remake that song. 
I saw that. And I was like, this isn't the original, but it's good. <laughs> it was actually really good. Are people that bored? Like, I get I get doing cover songs. Like, I do cover songs all the time. But, I mean, cover jingles? I, ne- I never heard such a thing. Is it Pat Bastard and Austin Powers who sung the Chili song, too? Yeah. Chili. There's another one. I uh, think another kid song. Oh, God. You've heard this one, right? This is just awful. I can't say that I have, no. You haven't heard this song? Nope. You're welcome. This song will be stuck in your head. this is how teenagers act it's exactly how they react and they don't even look old enough to party they don't even look old enough to be driving that convertible Uh -uh. but what's more appalling is somebody signed off on this and said that this is a great idea let's let's put production value to it let's let's do a music video and feature this bland person Rebecca Black, I think, is an adult, an adult, but I'm still not going to bash her because she was probably a kid when she recorded Yeah, she this. looks like she's 14. Yeah, I'm not going to bash it, but I think the song is horrible, and I'm sorry, Rebecca Black. For that, 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 I, It's just interesting that you had never heard that song before because we mm-hmm. featured it here on the Rad Show uh, back when it became popular, and uh, this song was really fucking popular. I'm sure it was. It just no. never was on my radar. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. There's another one that has a kid's suggestion from Alicia. She says it's a real banger when you got kids. I don't have kids. So I don't know what this is, but I'm find out. My mother and me were walking down the street when suddenly we see right in front of me pop belly pig, 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 pop belly pig, 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 pig. rip off of a song i know i just can't name the song i know it does have a, a vague feeling like it's a pop song like it's there's something there that's very similar to a pop song it's actually a really catchy song and i could see myself like tapping my fingers and kind of singing along to it if i had to listen to this song it's yep. actually not not bad no. the pot belly pig song oh man 
I wouldn't complain if my kids were all like, oh, put that on. I'd be like, all right, fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's not bad. No. What about this one? Oh, let's try it. Let's try this. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I will remember you. Will you remember me? Don't let your life pass you by and weep not for the memories. So this is Ed Helms as Andy Bernard singing I Will Remember You. Was this the last, was like this on the last episode of The Office? Oh, I don't know. I'm not great with Office trivia. Okay. I've seen a lot of episodes. I can't say I've seen them all. Yeah. It's one of those shows. You either love it or you hate it, but it's like a, it's a great show to watch like for the first time as a first timer. It's one of those good shows. Yeah, those early seasons were on point. Yeah. So this was another suggestion from the podcast group. I will remember That was it's a commentary on the song. This is a good song. I, I, I can't hear this song without seeing shaking puppies in cages and, and feeling <laughs> guilty for not, you know, donating money for <laughs> for twenty five cents a day. Oh, Sarah McLaughlin, you're killing me. Hiya, Bobby. Hi, I can. You want to go for a ride? Sure. Jump in. I'm a Bobby girl. It's not creepy. In the Bobby world. This is definitely an earworm song. Do you think they did cocaine? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, to do songs like this. I mean, I know they did... Um, the Six Flags song, too. I know this band Aqua did that. Oh, the Six Flags uh, with the old man dancing. Yeah, what was that song called? The Six Flags theme song. What is that? I don't know, but there's a, it's got the cool beat behind it. Yeah, I like that. I actually like that song, but the creepy old man was what? actually a chick, I believe. Yeah, with all the... Oh, it's the Venga Boys. Is it the Venga yeah, Boys? I thought it was Aqua. Aqua. No. Oh, yep. Well, I, had, I was wrong. Good job, Kyle. This would be a good treble trouble some, somewhere like down the road. That That's how we do the work around here. Like, we hear a song and I go, hey, Kyle, use that song for treble trouble. Or we'll listen to music like before the show and be like, hey, Kyle, that would be a good song. I know. Changes last minute sometimes. Sometimes. There was definitely ecstasy involved. With this oh one. yeah, they're, they're easily doing ecstasy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that old man was doing ecstasy. That's how I got to dance that well. Yeah. Okay, it does kind of sound like aqua. This is 90s boy. You've heard this song before, right? 
It's another one we should do for uh, Trouble Trouble someday. It's like a one-hit wonder kind of song. I know of this song, but I can't say it. I've really given it a good listen to. Truth is, I thought it mattered. This album blew my mind when I first heard it. I was also like seven or eight when it first came out. No. Ten. That was six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do like the song, actually. It's a good song. Pull the curtain back a little bit. We've had some guilty pleasure moments where I've put in like a 90s, uh, early 2000s, like alternative mix. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And we hear songs and we're both like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're like all like these guilty pleasure type songs. Was it The Flies? That's what we were listening Uh, to the other day. It was The Flies radio. And then it just kept going. Just great fucking songs. So they tried to do another song off of this album to try to you know become popular still. And I'm actually surprised. I'm pulling up the the Chumba Wumba artist page on on Spotify, and they have a lot more albums than I thought they would. Yeah, that's quite the discography. They going actually on. have a live album. Oh, I don't even want to listen to it. I bet it's awful. But this was like the second song that they tried to do. I remember hearing it on Quad 106.5, the oh old gosh. school alternative yeah. and sack. I'm going to go into the other room here in a second because uh, I want to I need to get on the, the instant replay in there because they have like all of our classic jingles that I haven't oh, played right. in a long time. And I don't have any records of them on here and I don't want to bother you on that computer with uh, getting them pulled up. So um, just in a second, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to actually play a little clip here to walk me out. Let's little see. elevator music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just to, just to hold us over. One moment, please. Deep, deep, deep. Oh, I know what I'll leave you with. Here we go. This will be the one. Nope, nope, nope. That's not the one. God. Just kidding. Take two. (laughs) Damn it, Brandon. Let's go hunt, do 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 do. Let's go hunt, do 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 do. Let's go hunt, do 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 do. Let's go hunt, do 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 do. Let's go hunt, do 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 do. Let's go hunt, do 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 do. Let's go hunt, do do
Oh, I hate that song. It's the end. Oh, Kyle. Oh, yep, I got you. Get over there, turn it off. There we go. See, this is this is teamwork at its finest. Uh, just uh, I went once you can you hear me? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Oh, this yep. is cool. Hey, we're actually utilizing both studios now because uh, I had to go into the main studio uh, where Rob stands so that I could play the earworm uh, palooza that is all of my jingles. Uh, I'm going to start with this one because this is like one of the most recent ones. The best things in life are free. Don't call now. We're not playing the game. Pay some bills and fees. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Your best guess and estimate. Did you hear that screaming in the background where it goes, yeah! yeah. Does that bother you like no. it bothers me? No, not at all. It really bothers me. Like I, So I was recording this before we came back from our uh, holiday break back in January because there was an older version that just wasn't as good, so I wanted to revamp it. And uh, there was... A moment where I was like, you know what, I gotta do like these all background vocals and like do like little chants and cheers in the background. And I did this like, yeah, and I put it back there in the back and, it, and I pan it like left to right. Just okay. Gotta give it an effect. I don't know. Like it bothers me now because I think it just stands out so much. I honestly thought it was a horn. No, like it's a, me like going, trumpet. yeah, I'll, I'll play it again. The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Make your best. Did you hear that? Yeah, you can barely hear it though, unless you like listen for it. Like I said, I, I thought it was a trumpet or something. I didn't even know it was you. Okay, cool. So now that you know what it is, now you can visualize me going, yeah. And then you'll be like, wow, that's fucking annoying. Yeah, now it's gonna stand out every time we play that jingle. Yes, and estimate. The calculation in rough shore of change With rough change What I want With rough change With rough change And I, I, I like it. I think it's pretty catchy. I, you know, it would be fun to do like a, a concert someday and uh, like roll out all the jingles like in one like super cut. <laughs> You know, like the, like they do with the fucking like halftime show, where it's just like one after another. Yeah, no, it would be a good idea. Get a cover band to do it. So we did a uh, we do a game called the Free Cash Three Way back in the day, um, and this was a theme that I, I really like. This. One. <laughs> Free cash three-way. So, <laughs> I know, I'm getting them all mixed up. The free cash three-way, we would do this thing where uh, we would play three clips. There was cut one, cut two, and cut three. 
and there were one second clips. And so you would have to name whatever the song was, whatever the movie was, whatever the character was, all based on the, the uh, like the clue that we gave. So it'll be all uh, bad boys from 2019, you know? And so it would be like uh, different clips of different people. And so the, each each time we would play, like maybe cut one and two would be revealed, but then cut two is wrong. So you would have to play again so that you can, and you'd have to say cut one is this, cut two is this, and cut three is this. Oh, man. It was a fun game. A lot of tedious work for you on your end, probably. You know, it wasn't that bad. I think the, you know how it goes when, when we're gathering like content for, for contests. As long as you have like a, a direction, it's easier to do it that way it rather is. than it is to just be like you know pulling stuff out of out of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but what you probably are also figuring out is that it's easy when you work together with somebody else so that you don't have just one set of eyes or ears on one thing because it gets so repetitive after a while. That's very true. Yeah, uh, we we do a, a game called What's in the Box. What's uh, in the box? Yeah, this is the theme song we did for that. Box. Box. What's in the box? See, that one's really fun because if you actually do dissect it a little bit, there's a there's me singing box. Is there? I couldn't even box. tell. Box. <laughs> and then there's like people going box, box. And then there's a couple of like boxes like off kilter, so it go box, 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 box. It's like a, it's like one of those like rhythmic uh, acapella type of things. I sh- I wish I still had like the session files from these so that I could like strip the music away. Oh yeah, and do kind of do like a behind the music thing. Uh, let me see what else is That'd on be fun. See, I can't remember all the names. Rob has them all uh, memorized in here, so. Um, <laughs> Oh, 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 here's another one, because we've already talked about this, but we would do updates on this app. Oh, no. What? What? Is it not working? No. It, well, so there was a, we do updates on the Pokemon app back when Pokemon Go was a thing. Yeah, it still is a bunk sung people. Oh, my God. It is. And it looks like we deleted it, but I did this, like, whole Pokemon Go. I and, do remember that. Yeah, okay. it, like, played the big gong. Maybe it was too <laughs> offensive. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, this was this is a classic. I did I did a remix of this. Pants on the ground, pants on the ground, looking like a fool with your pants on the ground, with the gold in your mouth, hat turned sideways, pants hit the ground, call yourself a cool cat, looking like a fool, walking downtown okay. with your pants on the ground. So, get it up. Hey, get your I actually did a remix of this song, and I just don't know if it's on here anymore. Talking with your pants on the ground. Get it up. Hey, get your pants on the ground, looking like a fool. Get it up, get it up. Yeah, there was actually added like a really cool beat to it and everything. Oh man. The good old days back of the American Idol when it was good. Yeah. That was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh oh yeah, this is this is a classic. Back when we did drinking with the maggots. Drink it! Oh yeah, it. this was a good one. Shoot it! Drinking with the maggots! And the winds of fortune sail you may ship sail and gentle sail. Drinking with the maggots. 
so many good and so many bad times around that song. <laughs> and Very dropkick murphy yes. Yeah, well, the, the music is from Titanic. Is it? It's during that dancing scene when Jack and Rose are, are like getting drunk and they're like dancing in the gallows where all the third class citizens are and they're like spinning around in circles. Yeah. Next time you watch Titanic, because I know you watch it all the I, time. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say last time I saw it was when it came out. <laughs> this is one of my favorite themes that we don't play nearly enough. When animals attack. Naturally, because of the Ace Ventura, <laughs> when nature calls reference in there. I mean, it was so perfect. It was. It was a good segment. Oh, and then whenever I told a story, we, we, we played this. Story time with Brandon. Story time with Brandon. Story time, story time, story time with Brandon. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's a little earwormy. It was fun to record. I'm not going to lie. Creepy. Gosh, yeah, and then you know, I, I we did this thing because what the Vox? What the Vox? Say, I remember this. Yep. Stupid ass song. Vox. Talk about an earworm song. Yeah, we, we got so much shit for that, but it's it's just a staple now. Okay, so when I worked in a bar, people would get on the touch tunes and play that on repeat, kind of like that faster put or not that um, what's it called? <laughs> what what's new pussycat? Yeah, the, the John Mulaney bit. Yeah, they did that with what's the with, what the fox say, and it happened a lot. But as a bartender, can't you like pull the pull the plug on that? So yeah, one of my favorite things to do is when people are like, "No, make the song stop, skip it." I'd be like, "Give me twenty bucks and I'll do it." That's smart. Yeah. So did you? get to keep that tip hell yeah that's awesome you get drunk dudes irritated they'll hand over money to make it stop that's fantastic and then i I made this like back we made some major changes to the show like five years ago six years ago and rob came in he's like we need we need a stinger we need a stinger for news updates and that wasn't it i do remember this one Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. Let's go to press. And it's that line that Rob was like, we need that line. That Oh, uh, good evening, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, from border to coast to coast. I don't even remember what it is, but it's like that's a, that's a, that's a very uh, prominent line from back when they played like those newsreels before uh, movies. Um, which, by the way... Do you like Tom Hanks? Do you have anything against Tom Hanks? No, I don't have anything against him. Besides, so, I don't know. Recently, he's part of that. Was it the with the tinfoil hat going on that he was part of the underground uh, like pedophile ring with oh, with uh, what's yeah. his name See, Epstein? We'll, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, pass on comment on that just because really? I I honestly don't know and and quite frankly uh, I, I think that all that kind of stuff is is really tinfoil hat stuff. It is separating the artist from the man and whatever allegedly he is doing or not doing. He's in this new movie called News of the World, where he plays a, uh, a news guy basically he, back in the Wild West during the Civil War. He would go back uh, town to town and he'd read newspapers for townspeople like they'd all gather into the church or whatever into a gathering place. And he'd just sit there with his with his glasses and he'd read the newspaper kind of with, a, you know, a thespian 
uh, type of uh, bravado just to like kind of deliver the news in an interesting way. Um, but th- like this, th- I guess this is what, what the normal practice was. Um, long story short, he's in this movie called News of the World and he uh, his character has to take in a uh, orphan who is uh, orphaned twice over by first German settlers in America. And then that that kid was then taken in by Native Americans and then it was orphaned by those because all the Native Americans were killed off. Uh, so she only speaks, she's like eight years old and she only speaks the native tongue of the Native Americans. And the relationship between Tom Hanks and this kid is ultimately what makes this movie good. Uh, but there's like people that are that come after them because they want to take the kid. Oh, oh. And so there's like really good old Western style shootouts and if you can get past the whole Tom Hanks thing, uh, I think it's really good. Oh. I really liked him in Big. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do this one, but I thought it was like perfectly timed for your joke. And then there was a, uh, gosh, what was the, oh, I just missed it. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch Human Centipede? Peter! It's That's good. It's my favorite movie. What? Just kidding. <laughs> it wasn't that good. <laughs> no, no, no. It kind of, it kind of bit. That was bad. No, it did. <laughs> Twice, I think. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try to find a good one to like play me out here to go over there. Uh, oh, here we go. It'll be a quick transition. It only took me 13 seconds to walk back in here in this other studio. Yeah, not bad. And you got your headphones And I got my headphones, and now I'm sitting in my chair. Yeah. Look at that. Well done. Uh, thanks for sitting and enduring that with me. Uh, I, I thought it would just be kind of fun to go down memory lane with some of the jingles. Yeah, I didn't realize how far back you were. had some of those jingles on that thing. <laughs> well, there's a lot of songs that like have and jingles and themes that have kind of uh, been laid to rest because they involve you know people past uh, that are no longer with the show or uh, clients that don't work with us anymore. You know, I had some real. I got some doozies. I got some bangers. Like I'm a I'm a fire jingle writer. I'm I'm just gonna just you know toot my own horn here for a minute. Um, do you like Monty Python at all? Oh my gosh, I watched it in high school once. I didn't mind it because we like learned about what they were talking about. Are you talking about like um, like the life of Brian? Yeah, Monty Python, the Holy Grail, right? No, the Holy Grail. Yeah, no. So they Monty Python is just one of those troupes, those comedy troupes, and they've done a lot of different things, like Flying Circus, The Holy Grail, Life of Brian. They've done a whole bunch of different things, but somebody mentioned this song, and I've never heard it before. The larch, the fir, the mighty Scots pine. What about my bloody parrot? The smell of fresh-cut timber, the crash of mighty trees. With my best girl by my side, We'd sing, sing, sing. 
I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I sleep all night and I work all day. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. He sleeps all night and he works all day. I cut down trees, I eat my lunch, I go to the lavatory. On Wednesday I go shopping and have buttered scones for tea. He cuts down trees, he eats his lunch, he goes to the lavatory. On Wednesday he goes shopping and has buttered scones for tea. I, I, I don't get it. I don't either. Do I've never it? seen it. Nope. No. I mean, you don't really have to see it to... I get the earworminess of it, but I don't know. It's just not that funny to me. No. Maybe I'm missing the context. It seems like really old, too. Yeah. Do you find that it's hard to laugh at older comedy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like So there's there's definitely a, a gap between like people's sense of humors back then and now. I grew up with Jackass, man. That's what I thought was funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that sets the bar pretty pretty much right there. So. This is even more British humor. So the song is called I Hate the Bloody Queen by the Queen Haters. <laughs> I would hate to have that song stuck in my head. Yeah, that's a bad one. I'm 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 determined to not let it happen. So I'm gonna go to my happy place and I'm gonna find me some uh, Kenny Loggins. Because how can you feel bad when you when you hear Kenny Loggins? Oh. This damn song. Every Kenny Loggins song. This is my favorite Kenny Loggins song, though. You've never heard this song? No. What? I have not. You've probably never seen Caddyshack, too, right? Uh, we have Caddyshack. I've seen it once. I was little. No so, funny story about that. Um... In Caddyshack, there's a scene where Bill Murray and um, the guy from the Vacation movies. Oh, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. They hated each other. Do they really? They (laughs) hated each other. And so they did this scene where um, 
groundskeeper. He's uh, Bill Murray plays a groundskeeper, yep. and uh, Chevy Chase plays one of the golf pros. And they're in this scene in in Chevy Chase's place, wherever his shack is at. And it's a really awkward scene. And then somewhere I was watching. I think it's because when Harold Ramis died, because Harold Ramis, one of the Ghostbusters, Egon, he's the one who wrote and directed uh, Caddyshack. Don't red pen me. I know. I, I'm pretty sure he was like really heavily involved because it was all about Harold Ramis and he was talking about Caddyshack. Anyway, uh, they knew this. So they like they placated into this like tension and used it to their advantage to make this really hilarious scene between the two. Another fun fact about Bill Murray is that they would weight his proton pack in Ghostbusters to make him even more physically agitated because they knew it would be funnier. I did hear about that. Yeah, I thought that That's was really funny. funny too. So a little <laughs> little curtain pullback for the Bill Murray. The late, the, uh, the not, He's not, not late and great. Oh, my God. I, I can't imagine a world without Bill Murray right now. We need Bill Murray. <laughs> Any regrets? Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he did this song. I loved this song as a kid. Christopher Robin and branches lit up by the moon. Posing our questions to our as our days disappear all too soon. But I've wandered much further today than I should. He's the king of melodies. I can't seem to I mean, come on. my way back to the one. So help me if you can. I've gotta get back to the house in Bogota by one. You'd be surprised there's so much to be done. Count all the bees in the hive. Chase all the clouds from the sky Back to the days of Christopher Robin Hit poo (laughs) There we go Yeah, angels out But this song, this song gets stuck in my head all the time. This is another suggestion from the uh, broadcast group. I remember this came out. Oh my God. I reference it daily, I think. This takes me back to like seventh grade. Yes, <laughs> seventh grade middle schoolers dancing to this song and singing it like. Da, 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 da. 
So I was raised a good little Mormon kid for the most part by my grandma when I was younger. Yeah. So when I got older, I was like 12 or 13. She'd drug me to church and I hadn't seen like half these kids that I grew she up drugged with. you in church drug me like oh yeah, took you to church grab me so drag me along and she made me go hang out with the other kids I used to be in Boy Scouts with and I had, that had been long gone so I hadn't seen these kids in a while but we were all good little Mormon kids yeah and we're playing basketball in the Mormon church and all of the kids that I grew up with start singing this no and way they come out, I'm like oh you guys are a little misbehaved okay <laughs> Oh, yeah, I knew some Mormon kids when I was growing up, and they were some of the most misbehaved kids that I've ever known. Yep, just don't tell your parents. Oh, yeah, of course. And they always go to the friend's house, and they'd smoke cigarettes over there, you know? Yep. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> speaking of being uh, being a kids, back when you were a kid, did you ever record stuff off of the radio? Like, did no. You ever, did you ever do that? No. I, I, my dad had uh, Napster at the time, so oh. we got to... We got to download music illegally when that first started happening. <laughs> I didn't. I, ne- I never used, even had like a cassette tape until I was. I got a little older. Really? Like, yeah. like so it was more of like a nostalgia thing. It wasn't like this is what we have. So listen to your tapes. Yeah, I had a tape player on my stereo, and then um, I had like four bucks left over on Barnes and Noble gift card. And oh. It was three ninety nine for an ACDC tape. Oh, sweet! So I got one of those. Which which tape? Do you remember? Who which made tape? who? Oh, cool! Right on. I those things now they're like reprinting cassette tapes like because they're all nostalgic now mm-hmm. i hated i hated cassette tapes because the quality was so awful but it's all i had at the time like as a, as a medium as a kid i didn't i didn't have dat tapes or anything like that and cdrs and cdrws were not popular yet we couldn't even exchange uh hard drives yet it was all just whatever you could get off of the radio and this is the first song that i recorded on this old ass gold maxell tape that I played into the ground and it would, you could just hear like the from the tape, like being worn out for so long. But I love this song as a kid. And I even, I even cut it off like right at the beginning, right as the DJ was talking into the song. So I got all this part, which is nice. Yeah, it was a clean edit. First take, pow, play and record. I love this song. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but it's, uh, you know, save yourself by stabbing this one. Beginning to end. That is definitely an earworm for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. And then there's this. I mean, how can you not get earworm when you hear this song? <laughs> oh, my God. To see this song live would be so cool. Uh, Phil Collins is one of those artists I would love to see live still. Or the mushrooms. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for the drop. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. 
you find yourself when you are earworn by this song? Do you find yourself singing the whole thing, or is it just from the boom, 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 boom? No, it's boom, a little more of the instrumentals. Yeah. Although this part right here. And then that. You remember? <laughs> oh my. Oh, oh lower. Did you know that Phil Collins plays all the instruments on these albums? I did not know that. I, didn't, I don't know too much about Phil Collins, to be honest. I know he sings the song. Oh, yeah. He does all the all the instruments. Too. This part right here is the catch part. I did there? I did. Yeah. The, the drum fill. F I L L. every time I love this song and then naturally I mean this song is always oh yeah oh, you gonna head. take me home tonight oh, oh down beside that red firelight oh you gonna let it all hang out fat bottom girls you make the rocking world go round yeah <laughs> This is a good karaoke song. I haven't done this one. Yet. Yeah. I should do this one. Next time. It's the easy one to do. It is. It gets people moving. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's one of the keys. You want to be able to get people moving. Exactly. That's why I like Def Leppard. Pour some sugar on me. Oh yeah. Crowd goes wild. Especially those milfs. <laughs> <laughs> So another one that's a really good earworm is by Roy Orbison. And you'd think it'd be Pretty Woman or Only the Lonely, but it's definitely, you got it. I love this song. This is one of those songs that you can just... Yeah, this is a good song. You like this one. From you 
to hear something kind of sad about this song? Sure. So, Roy Orbison died in uh, 1988, and this song was recorded in 1988. Um, And the the song was released the following January 1989, so he never got to experience the release of of this song with all the other songs on the album. Oh, wow. Very crazy. Like, I, I can't... As as somebody who has just made things before, like I, I, it's weird to comprehend that, like even being on this show, like talking on the show, so we're being put on record somewhere, like MP3s. We're out on the internet now. Everything that we do and broadcast is out there. So when I die, it's still going to be there. Mm-hmm. And, and it yeah. just like that thought to me, like you know, after you know, like a Kurt Cobain dies or a Hendrix dies, and you know, Michael Jackson, that they're their stock goes way up and, you know, they make a ton of money off the death of because it's like, oh, yeah, I want to listen to that again and it becomes popular again. Mm-hmm. But like, just to, I don't know, obviously when I'm dead or when or- Roy Orbison died, he didn't care. But like, it's just one of those things I think about is like to not be able to experience that as it's ex- like as it's exposed to the world before, like knowing that it's going to be out there soon. But then you don't get to experience that. It's kind of weird. It is. It's probably better for anybody that cared about you, though, because, I mean, there's some people that passed away. I wish I could still hear your oh, voice yeah. once in a while. So, right. It might so, be a good thing. It is a good thing. And that then you hopefully, you know, you have those good memories that you associate that with. Because then, you know, maybe if you're a Michael Jackson, some people might not like listening to you again. But yeah, no. yeah I didn't want to go dark <laughs> there, but I, but I did. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, I, I think that. I think that I have a song that I want to play at the end, and I think we're rounding out here. Which, by the way, this isn't like the most exciting episode that that I've done, but I, I, I'm having fun. Yeah, Are you, you it's having been fun? fun. Time's been flying by. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool to just kind of reminisce and talk about music. Um, but it's, it's also a good reminder that there are awful things out there like, uh, like, like this gem that I, I don't even know why that this song is even, was even signed off, but... They made a ride after this song. Why? And they're creepy. <laughs> they, they make it look pretty at Christmas time with all the lights. This is like the original Baby Shark. <laughs> this is what drove people mad before Baby Shark. Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, but I, I want to close with this song because it's just it just makes me happy. And I've been kind of digging the, the, the... I've been needing some some like lighter music like from the 70s the 80s just kind of things that just make you feel happy and and i think that uh elton john is is one of those artists that i never really spent too much time on and i, I don't know why i just think that uh, uh it was just out of my wheelhouse like i was too young to really understand it and then i still haven't seen the movie have you seen the movie what the one he's in the no the, like the one about him oh, like the bio no i thought you were talking about tommy where he does the pinball wizard scene oh that's right, Tommy. That yeah. was the Who movie. Yep, the rock opera. Look at you. Yeah. Speaking of rock operas, the Pink Floyd, uh, Pink, Pink Floyd's the um, wall, not the wall, but I was going to get to that. Showbizer. Sorry, just kidding. <laughs> uh, the the Dark Side of the Moon. Yesterday was the, the the day it was released from like back in 1978. Oh, okay. And fun fact about that that I found yesterday is they actually performed that album in its entirety a full year before they even recorded it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it took a lot of time. Well, not only did it take a lot of time, but like they were clearly like 
they were working on something and like how so how much of this stuff that artists hold back on until it's really ready i talk a lot about tool um because they're my favorite band of all time but they also don't release stuff like nickelback would just every year like something new or you know and then it just kind of gets watered down people that spend time on these things it's worth the wait on, on a lot of these albums anyways but then the wall yes so you've seen you've seen pink floyd's the wall i have what's your uh what's your opinion on it oh i don't know it was all kind of all over the place i <laughs> it was a lot of cartoons, a lot of. I feel like you need to be really under the influence to. Oh yeah. To understand what was going on. Pink Floyd. I don't. It felt felt very like uh, trying to push a message. Like. Uh, oh well, of course it is. Like it felt very like anti anti Nazi. It, it was. I mean, is that is that such a bad thing to be no, against? No, not not at all. <laughs> it was just like when at the time I was a I was a sophomore in high school and you know yeah I didn't fully grasp it all the way at oh, the sure. time. Yeah, I mean you. You see the the pudding, you know, you don't eat your meat before the pudding, and that's like the only thing you really understand, because it's like, I like pudding. I don't know, that meat grinding scene. <laughs> that was good. All right, uh, this is, that's got to do it for this week. Um, this has been the fun-filled, all-over-the-place, uh, pulling-curtain-back storytime uh, earworm-palooza episode. I'll clean up that title later. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle, for hanging out. I know we're just hanging out here anyway, so it wasn't that far of a, a stretch for you, but I really appreciate it. And again, thank you for, for being my uh, partner in crime, my protege. I couldn't be at this place of healing without you. I wouldn't have been able to take the week off that I had last week without you. So thank you very much. Thanks. And uh, let's do this again sometime. I'm down. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate right. it. Namaste, bitches. Hey, you, Jay, the loser.
you've made it this far into the episode surprise it's like the bonus ending i i had an idea that i wanted to uh i wanted to share one more thing that i I'm, i've been focusing a lot on the podcast group and the prod squad uh and everybody who's involved like kind of on this underground uh group on facebook uh i like this try i've been trying to share a lot of positivity lately because i've been going through really big life changes and a separation living on my own and, and adjusting to this new life that I've got. And I don't want to like dwell on all that negative stuff all the time. And I feel like sometimes it can just get stale, like, okay, yeah, you're being positive. You're, you're trying to give a bunch of positive talk. Um, and, and that's what I'm going to give you again here. So if you're tired of it, go ahead and turn it off. But um, I, I wanted to just share a story that was passed on to me from a dear friend who really helped put things into perspective. And I think that it helps a lot of people who are dealing with change or loss or grief or some, some anything that might, you might be going through in your life and you're holding on to it. There's, there's a great story here uh, that I wanted to share. And this is the tale of two monks and a woman, and it's a well-known Buddhist parable. The story goes that two monks were traveling together, a senior and a junior. They came to a river with a strong current where a young woman was waiting, unable to cross alone. She asks the monks if they would help her across. Without a word, and in spite of the sacred vow he'd taken not to touch women, the older monk picks her up, crosses, and sets her down on the other side. The younger monk joins them across the river and is aghast that the older monk has broken his vow but doesn't say anything. An hour passes as they travel on, then two hours, then three. Finally, the now quite agitated younger monk can stand it no longer. Why did you carry that woman when we took a vow as monks not to touch women? The older monk replies, I set her down hours ago by the side of the river. Why are you still carrying her? The story is a reminder to not dwell on the past in a way that interferes with living in the present moment. Hashtag let that shit go. The Rad Podcast. 